Hey guys, what's going on? Amazon Wallet, Endless.com, ZShops, Cosmo.com, Askville, Test Drive, Auctions, WebPay, Dash Buttons, Instant Pickup, Story Builder. What the hell am I talking about? Keep watching. Welcome to the Healthpreneur Show. My name is Uriel Kim. If you're a health practitioner or coach looking to build a successful virtual health practice that allows you to help more people, make a lot more money, and enjoy a greater quality of life in the process, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. Let's dive in. Hey guys, what's going on? Uriel Kame here, CEO and founder of Healthpreneur. I've got my uh, coffee ready to go, so I'm going to be enjoying this while I do this video with you guys. And the... Um, just in case you don't know who I am, I own a health printer. We help health professionals get clients and grow their businesses online. And the dozen or so names I just rhymed off to you were a selection of businesses that Amazon had explored, invested in, and then retired eventually. And the list goes on. Like there's, I'm looking at a list here of like easily like two dozen. So why am I sharing this with you? Well, I'm sharing this with you because you can't pick winners. You have to find them. And Amazon would not have known exactly which one of those was going to become the winner. Very much like it's very hard to pick a winning horse, you know, at a racetrack. Not that I'm a betting man, but the reality is all entrepreneurs are betting people to some degree. And it's all about mitigating risk, uncertainty, and the ability to explore and what those parameters look like in terms of finding things that'll work for you. So again, we're not investing in businesses necessarily in this context, but we're talking about things like running ads, or even if you're posting on social media or writing content, writing emails, not everything you do is gonna work well. In fact, a very, very small percentage of the stuff you put out there is gonna work very, very well. As an example, uh, TikTok is probably the only organic platform where you can get some degree of traction on right now. That's gonna change, obviously, because their ad platform is obviously launched. Uh, we run ads on, on TikTok right now just because I want to be ahead of the curve. But I've also been using TikTok posting organically, not, not that it's driven like zero, zero business, okay, in terms of what it's, what it's yielded. But again, just kind of like thinking ahead. And we're already creating content anyways. We can just post it up there. But here's the thing. I have posted, I don't know, 200 plus videos on TikTok. Three of them have gone viral, okay? Now, you could say, okay, you're already like, maybe you should do something a little more interesting than sitting on your chair at your desk shooting videos. And I would agree with that. It would probably be really, like it would work better if I took off my clothes and I started dancing around. I did all sorts of nonsense. My videos would obviously get more uh, more traction. I'm not gonna do that and I never will. So why I'm sharing this with you is because no matter even if you did that stuff, there's always gonna be a percentage of stuff you put out there that's not gonna work. And yesterday I shot a video for you guys talking about the importance of persistence and determination and having this mindset of being able to just keep practicing and building the skill. Um, and you know, the example I give my clients all the time is like, do you think baseball players hit home runs every single time they step up to the plate? No, statistically the... <laughs> Ty Cobb had the highest batting batting average of all time. I believe it was 0.361. So he hit the ball 0.3, so let's say 3.6 times out of 10. He hit the ball, not even a home run. That's the best of all time. And when you think of that, like the best of all time are striking out more than 50% of the time. In tennis, Roger Federer, Rafa Nadal, Novak Djokovic, the, the percentage of these, okay, the three top tennis players in history, the percentage of points that they win in a match 
is only about 55%. I was told this stat many years ago at a tennis camp and I was blown away because I'm, I'm thinking like they got to win like 80% of the points. And it's like, no, no, no. They could win a five set match by one point. Like one, they get 200 points or the opponent gets 200 points. They had 201 points and they win Wimbledon. That's the fine line here. So what I'm, what I'm sharing with you as another reminder is that we do not, we cannot pick winners. We cannot say this like, I know this ad is going to crush it. I just wrote an ad yesterday and deployed it. And I thought it was one of the best ads I've written in a long time. And it tanked. <laughs> I was like, Jesus. I'm like, man, I thought this was going to do well. And it didn't. I mean, we have a couple of variations of it that are running. But, you know, 80% of the variations, when I say variations, I mean the audiences were testing, the images were testing. 80% of those I had to turn off in the first day. And... um. Yeah, so we have about three or four variations of that that are running. So I want to share with you, um, just, again, like I'm fully transparent. I have nothing to hide. I just want to share this with you because I think when when you when you look at a company and you look at your growth, I think when I look at people who have, have exceeded expectations in terms of the growth of their business, there's usually a commonality. And the commonality comes down to their ability to take calculated risks because at some level they believe in themselves, they believe in the system that they're working, etc. Okay, so one of our clients, Ryan, when he first started with us, and I've shared this story many times before, he was, you know, negative 40,000 in the hole on the verge of bankruptcy, had his chiropractic office, end of 2019. Uh, this is before the pandemic. They came across our stuff. They're like, man, this makes a lot of sense. They had worked with some other high-level people in the past but didn't really achieve the results that they wanted. Um, so the first post that he posted in our group, this is about three weeks into working with us. He was celebrating the fact that he was minus $14,000 in the hole in ad spend. So this is his first post. Like, hey, guys, so pumped. We're $14,000 in the hole on our ad spend. And he's one <laughs> I don't know if there's any other clients that have really posted stuff like this before, but he finished his post with, oh, by the way, we have 390 calls on the calendar. And that's the mindset behind which they were able to grow such an amazing business, right? So four months later, they're doing 350,000 a month. They now do more than 5 million a month. You know, whatever. There's trials and tribulations, you know, as you grow. But I'm sharing this because the mindset of being able to take calculated risks versus someone else who's like... Um, I'm only going to spend $10 a day. And if I don't get a client right away, my ads don't work like that. You can't, you can't take that approach. I'm using the example of ads because I think it's a really good example of like you, like when you're posting stuff on Instagram, who cares if it doesn't work out, right? Like what's the worst that happens? You just wasted some time. But the problem is that time is our, it's, it's, it's the most precious thing we have. And I, again, like, I understand that everyone's in a different place and I understand that everyone has different risk tolerance and different models they want to run for their business, like business models. But, you know, as far as I, as far as I look at this, here's my take on this. Health professionals, the number one issue other than no clients is too many clients. <laughs> so you have like, I, I don't have enough clients. And then there's, so all of this is like, if there was an umbrella over all of this, it's burnout. That's the biggest issue facing health professionals. Brick and mortar online as an industry. So we have burnout from both from, from both sides of the spectrum. I'm grinding away 
on the acquisition side. I'm posting these videos on TikTok and Instagram. I'm trying to get all this stuff out there. I'm trying to build my brand. I'm trying to get noticed. I'm DMing a million people all the time. I'm launching low price products so people do business with me and then I don't make enough money so I have to move them into an Ascension funnel and then sell them a $197 course. And I'm still, like, it's just ridiculous, okay? I'm sharing all this stuff from experience, guys, okay? So my first business, uh, we built it very, 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 very successfully. You know, helped half a million customers around the world. I sold it eventually, um, but it was a nightmare. Like I'm talking about like everything I'm sharing with you guys, like the blogging, the social media, the launches, the funnels, the blah, blah, blah. Like I've done all that stuff, right? Like, I, like I've done I've done the circus act. So when I when I demonize some of that stuff, I'm not saying I don't, I don't, I don't like it because I don't like it. It's like I don't, with the context of understanding where most people are at with their business online, it doesn't make sense to do that. So we have like burnout is the number one issue. There's so much grind and hustle on the front end trying to get clients. There's no system. It's just activity. And then on the back end, it's like, okay, cool. Once I have clients coming in, then it's like I do a two and a half hour consult with my, you know, with every client. And then I have no time left. And it's just, it's crazy. So the thing you have to to really consider is, again, like I share a lot of high level insights with our clients. And, and, and the two things I remind them of is the two most important decisions you'll make in your business are who you want to serve and your business model. Your business model is the engine. It's the car that you're driving. I was actually thinking of an ad <laughs> this afternoon, um, like just down a straightaway, right? So like a sports car on one side and a guy on a bicycle on the other side. And the guy on the bicycle is like, you know, going, 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 going. And you might see this ad in the next couple of months. Going, 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 going down the road. And then you got the sports car that's like, all the way at the finish line already. That's what a business model is, okay? So a business model is which vehicle are you choosing to use? You can certainly use the bike, right? And obviously, you know, I don't know if it's the best analogy because obviously there's, you know, health benefits from riding a bike, et cetera. But the, the, the example I'm trying to come across here with is that to get to the same destination, it's going to require so much more effort on a bike compared to driving in a fast car. And so what I think we provide our clients with is the sports car. What a lot of people are doing online is the bike. And they're biking with those big fat tires on sand. That's what it feels like. That's what a lot of businesses feel like. So, okay, so where does this come back to like what we're talking about with you can't pick winners, you have to find them. Well, number one is you don't know what you don't know. And blind spots are entrepreneurs' biggest dangers. If you're not aware of what a business model is, like if you went to the bank or on Shark Tank and they said, well, how do you do what you do? Like, what's your business model? Well, I don't know. I just do some videos on, on TikTok and I get clients. They're like, okay, keep doing that. But the reality is why, why do we do things like that? And why are we not willing? When I say we, I mean like at a, at a larger scale, why are more people not willing to invest in their business in the form of client acquisition? And the reality is that they don't understand it, which is which makes sense. Like, don't invest money in ads if you don't know how to do them. But you also have to understand that you can go, like, whatever the goal is, if you want to make 10K a month, you can get there in a week. You can get there in a day. But you can't get there with the wrong vehicle. You can certainly get there with the right vehicle. You know, as um, one of our clients, like, he's, when he started with us at the beginning of the pandemic, he was making less than 800 bucks a month. And I said, I'm like, dude, I think you're too early. He's like, no, watch me. And he grew to multiple seven figures within two years. And 
The reason he's able to do that is because, number one, he's the type of person who's going to do that. But number two, he had the right vehicle, which was our system that we teach our clients, right? And our clients all use the same system. It's the perfect client pipeline. If you've watched our masterclass, you know what it's all about. And it works every single time, like every single time. And the thing is that it's not easy. It's simple. It's definitely a lot simpler than pretty much everything else out there. But there are nuances that have to be dialed in. And one of those nuances is your ads. Like you're going to put ads in front of your marketplace and not all of them are going to work. So you can say like, I wrote one ad and Facebook ads don't work. It's no, no, no. I wrote one ad and I got some feedback, i.e. data, and it worked or it didn't work. Cool. Like you just keep launching ads. And I've mentioned this before, like we launch ads all the time. You know, we spend a lot of money on a daily basis because number one, when you sell, the beautiful thing about selling higher price, as you should, is that you have more margin to take more calculated risks. But if you're selling something for 50 bucks, why would you take a risk? Like you're going to lose money out of the gate, right? So anyways, I just wanted to share this. Um, Hopefully this is making sense. I don't know. Um, The idea that in order for your business to grow, in order for you to hit the home runs, you need to swing the bat. And there's two ways of swinging the bat. You can use your energy and your time to keep swinging, keep swinging, i.e. keep posting, keep creating content, dot, 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 dot. And that takes time. See that plaque up there from YouTube? That's for surpassing 100,000 subscribers. It took a long time. You know, we're beyond 300,000 on my first channel. It took close to 10 years. Like, <laughs> you know, our Healthpreneur channel is nowhere near that right now. And I don't care because it doesn't drive a tremendous amount of business for us. It's not our main vehicle. But 10 years down the road, it might be. Who knows? So um, if I were to play that game, like I'm not going to get anywhere very fast, right? If you're playing the game of you and your time and your energy, it's going to like, you can only get so far, so far, so quickly. The flip side to that is you leverage systems and you leverage money. And that's what an investor slash entrepreneur does, like a business owner. A business owner leverages systems, an investor leverages money. And if you look at that through the lens of a perfect client pipeline, as an example, you're building a system, which is your perfect client pipeline. It works 90% largely independently of you. So when you're sleeping, it's working. And then you're leveraging money in the form of advertising. But the beautiful thing is that it's not even cash out of the bank. It's borrowed money from a credit card and you pay it back before it's even due because you've acquired clients before your balance is even up, which is great. Anyways, so again, it comes down to Are you willing to take a risk, a little bit of a risk? To be honest, it's not that big of a risk. The bigger risk is what if you don't do this? Is what if you keep doing what you're currently doing? That's the biggest risk. And that's the thing you have to recognize is you have to get uncomfortable with your current situation. And the idea that you have to be realistic about the time frame it's going to take you to get from where you are to where you want to be. If you have hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram and social media, by all means, keep doing that. But if you don't, and we have a number of clients that are in that in that ballpark, you know, ten to hundred thousand followers, you know, in the space of a week, they're making they're making forty extra thousand dollars when they start working with us because of one thing they learned that they could apply to their stuff. But if you don't have that type of following, it's just going to take forever, and it's very very frustrating. So, anyways, if this makes sense, let me know in the comments below. I know I'm just kind of like uh, talking off, you know, off the cuff here, but anyways, I'm going to go finish my coffee. 
Hope you guys have an amazing day. Remember, you can't pick winners, you have to find them. So don't be afraid to test, swing the bat, keep striking out. That's how you get better. And that's how you'll win. All right, guys, have an awesome day. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the Healthpreneur Show podcast. And while you're there, I'd really appreciate it if you left a five-star rating or review if you feel it merited that. At the same time, if you'd like to connect with me, the best place to do so is on Instagram. You can find me. I am at healthpreneur. And be sure to tune in and subscribe to our YouTube channel on YouTube. Just search healthpreneur and you'll find all of our great videos there as well. That's all for today. I appreciate your time and your attention. Keep doing the meaningful work that you are doing. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode.